You're listening to Radio Influence. Uh, flavor, flavor. Please tell your neighbors, Ian Beckles with flavor in your ear. <laughs> Wake up, sports, music, and fashion. Best of podcasting. What's going on now and what's soon to happen? Be sure to stick around, no fast forward or skipping. Dropping jewels, you don't want to miss them. Make sure you listen. Ian Beckles with the flavor in your ear. The voice of the people's here. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to Flavor in Your Ear. I got a lot to get off my chest. This week, I've uh, been watching a lot of uh, political television as there's lots of things happening in our brutal world or a brutal country. Before we get to, you know, politics and Donald Trump and, and Mueller and all those guys like that, um, it just came out and now they're going to be saying that burnout is now a medical condition. Now, um, You've heard stories of universities putting crying rooms in. Uh, so if you want to cry, there's a room for you to go in. Um, you know, everybody gets, everybody's brought up differently. And uh, I was brought up not to cry. I'm not saying if you cry, you're a bad person. But I was grown up, brought up not to cry. Stop crying. You know, my father would say, what are you crying for? Stop crying. We're urging people to cry. And burnout is not a medical condition, okay? Burnout, in a lot of ways, is weakness, okay? You don't hear successful people, for the most part, burning out, all right? It's conceding. If things get hard, burning out means you're conceding. Now, there's going to be different situations with everybody, but what happened to fighting through something? And they're saying burnout means you have negative feelings towards your job, okay? And you lack enthusiasm. Okay. That's burnout. Ugh. That sounds like laziness to me. And that's where we're going as a society. And that's not a good place to go. It really isn't. We're telling our youth it's okay to be burnt out. I mean, I had parents that worked all day, all night, all the time. All the time. The burnout wasn't part, that wasn't in their vocabulary. Or anybody that they were around ever growing up. And what we're doing is we're just... We're embracing weakness as a country. And I hope you guys see it the same way. I hope you do. Now, I, I understand there's clinical depression and stuff like that. That's not the same as burnout. Burnout has nothing to do with depression. Burnout just means I don't want to go no more. And that's just weakness to me. All right, let's flip it through uh, what's happening in our world of politics. Um, Mueller came out and spoke for the first time. I've never heard Mueller speak ever. Uh, very eloquent, soft-spoken type of dude. Um, from even before he was n- nominated to go through this investigation, very credible person, was credible on both sides. Um, things have definitely changed, you know, went with our president now attacking Mueller. Uh, what happened was when Barr came out and jumped the gun and basically said that, uh, the president's exonerated and everything in the Mueller report says that the president is, is clear. Then the president came out and called him an honorable man. That was after Barr's assessment. Um, and now Barr, you know, Mueller comes out and says, listen, I'm not vindicating or clearing the president. Now the president is going to say that he should never have been chosen and that Mueller is going after, after him because of a job that he didn't give him. 
Now, you notice that everything is about him and not about our country. So Mueller's going to go after the president and ruin his presidency because of a job that allegedly Trump didn't give him. By the way, that was a lie. And everything he said today on the lawn was a lie. I mean, he just he's not able to tell the truth. The only thing that comes out of his mouth is uh, the media is the enemy. The media, he said today, the media and Democrats are partners. I don't know about you, but the media is split in half, isn't it? I mean, I, I listen to a lot of media. It's split in half. Half of it loves Trump. The other half hates Trump. It's about half. So you, to say that media and Democrat are partners, you've got to be kidding me. And you, you, Mueller came after me because of a business dispute. And he said that basically Mueller is a true never Trumper. A true never Trumper. I'm not quite sure what that means. The only thing that Trump said today that I truly believe in and I agree with him with is that it's a sad period for our country. It's a very, very sad period for our country, okay? This is something that was wonderful. By the way, I had this discussion with uh, um, a young man yesterday. I was at Eats, you know, having a cocktail and, and some wings, and he's a military guy. You know, so you have the utmost respect for military guys. Uh, he's actually heading over to New Orleans to train amidst the snakes and the mosquitoes, and that doesn't sound like a lot of fun to me. Um, I guess this is his last kind of training session and before he retires, so good for him. It's Matt, um, military Matt, we'll call him. And we started to talk briefly about politics, and then I realized that we were on total ends of the spectrum, different ends of the spectrum. And I said to him, I think we should stop talking politics. And he goes, why? And I go, we're not going to agree with anything. He goes, but we're both educated people, right? He goes, let's have an educated conversation. And we talked politics for about an hour and didn't agree with anything each other said. But we had a good conversation. I think at times we kind of swayed each other in a weird way. Because he, every once in a while he would say, I understand that part. And him being in the military, he was saying, I understand that Trump is this, this, and this. But this is what he's getting accomplished. And I'm like, okay, I've never really heard about that part of it. So there's, you know, Trump's not all bad. Everything comes out of his mouth is bad. I mean, everything he does is not all bad. But the problem is it gets overshadowed every time he opens his damn mouth. And the one I, where I stumped him was I said, I want you to give me an answer, yes or no. I go, don't give me a bunch of hubbub bullshit. Give me an answer, yes or no. I go, is that fine? He goes, yes. And I go, does Trump like brown people? And he was like, uh, uh, yes or no? Uh, uh, I go, you can't say it, can you? And he couldn't say it. And I go, as a brown person, that's a problem. You're not going to be attracted to somebody who doesn't like white people, are you? So I go, so that's a, that's a problem to start with. This is not, that's not politics. And Trump has never really admitted the whole Russia thing. <laughs> he tweeted today, and I want you to listen to this tweet. I mean, he's a walking contradiction in a lot of ways. Uh, he tweeted this. I had nothing to do with Russia helping me get elected. I had nothing to do with Russia helping me get elected. But he won't admit that Russia meddled in the election. Now, what he does admit is that Obama heard about it first in 2016 and did nothing about it, which Obama did. He approached them, not, you know, not probably as abrasive as you should. It wasn't enough. But he at least talked about it. So now Trump's going to say, well, and by the way, Putin is on record saying he wanted Trump to win. He's on record. All right. So then Trump said, well, if 
Hillary would have won, then there would have been an excuse for Hillary. To, I mean, everybody knew this stuff was happening. I think everybody in Congress knew this was happening, and they still do. And there's nothing happening. Russia's got to be looking at us thinking, these guys are ass clowns. Seriously. And because Mueller refused to clear Trump, um, and when I see this whole thing is over, and they're, they're, they want they want Mueller to get up on the stand. You know, he, he wrote 400 and something pages. When somebody says it, I think it's more abrasive, and I think it's more to the point, because nobody went up. You, you know you didn't read no damn 400 and something pages. I didn't. I'm just catching excerpts from what people say. So people don't really give a crap that much. But when you write 400 and something pages, and then the final result was uh, the Republicans said this. After they supposedly read the 400 and something pages, the Republicans said that Mueller says to move on. Okay? And the Democrats say it's an obstruction of justice. So my problem is, and this is part of the conversation I had with Matt yesterday, we're going to run into a civil war because we can't really agree with anything. We can't agree with 446 pages, meaning one thing or the other. So we're going to run into a civil war, okay? And to attack people personally, which is what the president does all the time, that's his MO, uh, to attack Mueller personally really should be beneath the president. It should be beneath the president. Every time he says, dumb this or low IQ this person or, you know, it's it's... That's below the presidency. I hope you think that. And then listen to this story. You talk about something that's below the presidency. Everybody in the White House had to conceal the U.S. John McCain so that the president didn't get mad. Are you shitting me? And, and then President Trump said, I had nothing to do with it. No, no, you had everything to do with it because you walk around acting like a little pouty bitch. That's why they hid the freaking, the USS John McCain. Are you kidding me? That's what we're doing now. That's where we are as a country, is we have to worry about one person's feelings. Forget about the rest of the country. We're so worried about one person's feelings. And Mueller went from an honorable man to a piece of shit in two weeks. And you know how many other people did that? On the way in are honorable. On the way out are backstabbers. There's only one common bond to the whole thing, and that's the president. He's common. He's the common bond to this whole thing. And he's to the point where nobody cares that nothing out of his mouth is true anymore. Nobody cares. And nothing nothing came out of his mouth today was true. Nothing. And nobody cares anymore. They just want to be right. They want their side to be right. And it's get I'll be honest with you, it's getting hard. It's getting hard to watch. And you know, this, this, the, the amount of corruption on both sides. And that's the one thing having this discussion yesterday. You know, a lot of Republicans want to bring up other presidents. That's fine. I'm not telling you that politics is, isn't the, the most corrupt thing in the world. I know it is. But right now we're dealing with a president that's running amok and acting a fool. And more than any other president ever, ever. And if you're a Republican and you are with Donald Trump right, right now, whoever is the next Democratic president, listen closely, I can't wait to hear what you say about that guy because there's going to be a thousand situations where your president, Trump, acted the same way times 10. What are you going to complain about? 
I dare for the next Democratic president, for Republicans to say he's lying. I dare you. Because nobody cares about lying anymore. And I think our country's turning into that. Our country's turning into a country of the, nobody cares that anybody's lying. When somebody's lying, what they're going to do is they immediately go to uh, our economy. But our economy, our economy is the same as it was. Just the billionaires got more billions. We were at Eats yesterday. I looked around the bar and I go, you think anybody here is dealt, has, has felt, you know, the ramifications of this big boost we have economic-wise? No, half the country is one check away from being dead-ass broke. I'm the same damn way. And you are too, probably. So it's, I, I think we just keep on candy-coating things. We really do. And the one thing that I do agree with the president is that uh, it's a sad period for our country. And I think our country in a lot of ways is regressing. And I think we're just starting the regression. I think it's going to keep on going downhill, unfortunately. Really, it's seriously unfortunate. So we can keep on listening to our president lie and go forward and all this impeachment shit, throw it out the door. They, he wants to try. He wants somebody to try to impeach him because he's got away with everything. He wants you to try to impeach him so that you fail and that everything's going to be a witch hunt and that's going to be his thing. Don't even bother. Don't, don't even bother because that's what it, he wants that. He's spitting in everybody's mouth because he wants you guys to try to impeach him to take away from all the other stuff that's going on. And there's a lot of crap going on around us, that's for sure. If anybody wants to ever get in contact with me, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Uh, make sure to tune into the other, uh, you know, podcasts as well. Also, the Ron and Ian show Monday through Friday, 95.3 WDAE and 6.20 AM. You want to tune into that? Not a lot of politics. Not a lot of politics, but we do talk sports and we like food and young ladies and stuff like that. But I appreciate you guys listening in. Um, hopefully, hopefully by next week things change, but I know they won't. Uh, but there'll be some interesting things happening uh, with this Mueller stuff and with President Trump. Whether you like him, love him, uh, abhor him, uh, nothing is ever uh, boring. That's for sure. We don't live in a boring world. Good world, don't know, not sure. Definitely not boring. Everybody have a wonderful week and please be safe. Peace out. Uh, flavor, flavor. To keep the conversation going, follow Ian on Twitter at Ian Beckles and check out DignitaryRadio.com to get the latest on where you can find him next. This has been Ian Beckles, Flavor in Your Ear on Radio Influence. The flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's ear, it's Bringing that flavor Flavor Radio Influence strives to bring you excellence in podcasting. We work with personalities like TV chef Brian Duffy, radio personalities like Ian Beckles and DJ Eakin, news and political pundits like Vincent Hill, and independent journalists Frank and Tracy Beans, experts from the sports world like veteran football scout and coach Chris Landry, pro wrestling personality David Penzer, MMA experts Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan, and strength and conditioning coach Jeff Crushell. If you're looking for food, sports, music, entertainment, politics, no matter the topic, Radio Influence has something for everyone. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.